0: Calendars Face-to-Face Shavuot Day 8 2022, 2029 7th Shemitah Cycles Calendar Visual, Count of Omer 2022 and 2029 The Hebrew and Gregorian calendars are just one day apart which is highly unusual. But then, the year 2022 is highly unusual itself. Starting with February most months are just one day apart. 2022, the year of the bait, in the beginning, house, sun. Months two days apart, January. Months 1 day apart, February, April, May-June, July. Months 3 days apart, March and August. Months 4, dalit slash door apart, September. Months 5 days apart, October. Months 6 days apart, November, December. So, we can view 2022 as a year that begins drawing mankind to the face of God. I am now reviewing what I wrote so I could get this information to my website com. It seems I'm reviewing this when we are discussing in the Torah portion about what is being face to face with YHWH. I will insert those scriptures, but I urge you to read the post discussing the Bema Seat of Judgment. It begins to cover the Parsha Ekev meaning because. Deuteronomy seven twelve 12-11 After I post this, I will go back to dig into that Parsha. It's about the fruit of the womb and how YHWH will bless it. As I typed about the Bema Seat of Judgment, My brother's daughter delivered a baby girl on the Sabbath Ekev at 2.27am. This mother loves God after still being challenged by her first child having problems from having a mini-stroke as she was born three years ago. M brought forth their second child a girl to replenish our earth in say 20 years. Her sister has not been able to conceive for nine years of her marriage and now T will bring forth their firstborn at Hanukkah, as will three other young brides in our close-knit family. Hanukkah Week December 18-26, 2022 will see four babies born, making us great-grandparents times five. Yes, four in our family are witness to our Creator speaking through the seed planted in them at Shushan Purim, even when Esther could have possibly had a seed planted in her to bring forth the seed to our Messiah. All these pregnant ladies are dedicated to God working in their lives. It's a beautiful thing to see God mouth-to-mouth in a year of such death still happening. Nine months 20 days from Purim is Hanukkah, known as the Festival of Dedication, Festival of Lights. It's about the temple being cleaned up in 163 BC so YHWH could once again dwell with man on earth. 10,000 believers died to bring that about. Now, we see life rise up on our earth to women who are dedicated to the ways of God. I'm in awe over this, and I get to declare it on my website ehebrew.com with confirmation how God treats His obedient and those who go against His ways, His enemies. Now, Let's talk about the date for the Holy Spirit festival that beholds the face of God indwelling us. Shavuot around Sivan 6 calculates to be the Hebrew date known to Christians as Passover. It's the 50th day of the count of the Omer. One day that Jubilee number will show itself again in the real form of our Messiah, the Son of God, Yeshua Jesus. Until then we celebrate to remember. How will we know to watch if we forget to remember? And yet, 49 days is not always on a Sunday, even as it's counting up to it, does always start on day 8. Sunday. Shavuot calculation always begins on a Sunday. And yet when extra days are added to the Hebrew calendar every few years, it throws Sivan 6 forward which then can place Shavuot on a Sunday but not necessarily on 6 Sivan, month 3 day 6. Hmm, interesting that even Sivan 6 speaks of our Messiah returning to man at the third day. 6 is the letter Vav meaning and, to add. And represents man since Adam was created on day 6, adding him to God's plan of salvation for the world. Truly we saw the Spirit show up on day 50 of the count of the Omer, and it was more than likely month 3 day 6 confirming many patterns established on our earth. He was in the ground three days and then God in the flesh rose up. So cool. The Hebrew calendar may be flexible on the date, but it cannot be flexible on the counting up to the day, which is 50. The jubilee pattern permeates our earth. These patterns have been lost when the Christians early church fathers eliminated anything Jewish, out with the Torah and in with Constantinian thinking. The infamous Lord's Festival of Shavuot will be whatever date it is after counting seven weeks of seven days which makes 49 days. Yes, it should land on a Sunday since it schedules itself to always start on day 8, Sunday. Yes, again to your thoughts that the day of the Comforter being sent after Yeshua Jesus' resurrection just might not be the date Sivan 6. But it was day 8 because it was day 50 of the counting up to the Omer, a measurement. God is telling us about Day 8 and its spiritual context, and what we can expect at 8,000 years of our Earth's history. Shavuot's them is the Spirit of God covering man. Yes, the Holy Spirit will consume all believers as we enter Adonai's presence. It was true in Adam's day when he walked with the Spirit of God in the Gawn of Eden. They heard, mouth to mouth, the voice of God. Noach heard the voice as Moses heard the voice of God. In those times when God visited men, they called it the Word of God. Mankind has always experienced the presence of God in their lives. Many don't see it because they aren't looking for it. After a millennium of time, that day 8 will manifest itself. Day 8 begins after year 7000. Day 8 holds the years 7001 to 8000. Yes, the pattern that honors day 50, Jubilee, filling up the entire earth with spirit filled believers seems to be represented by what the Roman and Christian church now celebrate as their day of worship, Sunday. Since they don't honor the Torah, they can only be honoring another God. Yes, they are deceivingly celebrating the sun, the sun God. This worship continues because old habits are hard to die, unless a generation of people finally stop honoring it. We will know people aren't making their words God's words, when they start honoring day 7 as Sabbath and their day of worship. I just found an old church cookbook used for a fundraiser for our Christian school. I shared a recipe for microwave peanut brittle and my daughter shared a recipe for hard rock candy. In that church cookbook I found a perpetual calendar that is used to determine the day of the week. In that time schedule, it gives a poem indicating Sunday as the Sabbath. Right there in our 21st century cookbook in the year 1991 our church group confirmed Sunday as the Sabbath. I then realized how easily we have been led astray and deceived. My name is in that cookbook and I now renounce being part of anti-antisemitism. No more my friends. Day 7 is the Sabbath. Here is the birthday poem placed in the 1991 Thank Heaven for Homemade Cooks Cookbook Circulated by Circulation Service Incorporated, P.O. Box 7306 Indian Creek Station, leewood Kansas 66207-913-491-6300. They promoted themselves as being the world's largest publishers of personalized cookbooks. Birthdays. Monday's child is fair of face. Tuesday's child is full of grace. Wednesday's child is loving and giving. Thursday's child works hard for a living. Friday's child is full of woe. Saturday's child has far to go. But the child that is born on the Sabbath day is brave and bonny, and good and gay. I hope that people do not take this poem seriously as it is very demeaning in its content much less it declares Sunday as Sabbath without really saying the word Sunday. Day 8 shows us Earth's 8,000-year theme. God's magnificence sitting above our Earth. Day seven shows us themes of laboring to become free. It's not as if God stopped working on day seven, but he found contentment in knowing that everything was now fit together to declare his glory throughout the earth's history. We give honor and work more for our maker in revealing his ways. False teachers and true contentment. 1 t 6 2 and those who have believing masters are not to show them less respect on the ground that they are brothers, on the contrary, they should serve all the more diligently, since those benefiting from their service are believers whom they love. Teach and exhort people about these things. 1 t6-3 If anyone teaches differently and does not agree to the sound precepts of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah and to the doctrine that is in keeping with godliness. Precepts and doctrine are the Torah. 1 t6-4 He is swollen with conceit and understands nothing. Instead, He has a morbid desire for controversies and word battles, out of which come jealousy, dissension, insults, evil suspicions. 1 t 6 to 5 and constant wrangling among people whose minds no longer function properly and who have been deprived of the truth, so that they imagine that religion is a road to riches. 1 t 6 to 6 now true religion does bring great riches, but only to those who are content with what they have. 2022, Day 7, Shemitah Cycle 7. The Hebrew calendar began its new civil calendar year 5782 at Labor Day, September 6, 2021. It closes 5,782 on the evening of September 25, 2022. The seventh Shemitah cycle will begin over as it proclaims year one of the next seven-year cycle. Yes, 5,783 could be likened to a jubilee year in a sense. If our Lord does return, it will be a jubilee celebration beyond measure for our earth. It was and still is God's labor that establishes kings on our earth. The festival of Rush Hosanna calling in a new year would have also celebrated Adam's creation on day 6. On day 7 we can imagine the trumpets being blown as Adam stood up in full form. He was to be respected by all of creation. He was created a little above the angelic beings who were to be messengers for humans. One third revolted and would not serve man and thus we contend today with deception pulling mankind away from God's ways altering the path of patterns that show God real in each person's life. Trumpets were sounding in the heavens as a creature was made a little higher than the angels. The angels are created beings as well. The angelic beings were asked to serve mankind so human beings could find the way to the Creator's eternal salvation which came through serving others as well. The servant choice has been offered since the beginning in eternity. Two events are seen as the new ecclesiastical year begins. The next period can hear the sounds of shofars blowing declaring the king being announced for coronation. It is such an awesome time of declaration which symbols our real Messiah, King Yeshua returning to earth to rule. It is a time that our earth is like a gawn of Eden where the Father will rule through the words and actions of His very own slain but resurrected Son Yeshua. The symbolization will be recognized and accepted of King Yeshua. The markings will be on His head, hands, heart and feet just as we are to relate to God's Son coming in the flesh atoning for our sins. We cannot cross over until we become humble and thankful for the Yeshua taking the penalty of sin, not being able to cross over, Deuteronomy 4 speaks of the reasons Moses could not cross over after 40 years of leading this rebellious people. Mosh was still perfect in his human form at age 120, as was Yeshua in perfect spiritual form. The symbolism of dying outside the camp was seen in Mosh. It was first remembered with Adam being placed outside the Garden of Eden, where now he works to show his honor and thankfulness of not being totally cast off by God. Adam was in a relationship with God. He did not work hard for himself, but in thankfulness for his being allowed to remain in relationship. That relationship would be used to set up more symbolization on the earth as we see the sacrifice system already on display through the stories of Cain and Abel's relationship with God. Cain did not want to look to the future Messiah, he wanted to be their Messiah right then and now. Korak shows us the same picture he was cast off because he wanted to lead the world in his theology and not what had already been established in the heaven. Torah came down to earth. Korah did not want to go up to God to get it. Moses went up over and over and over again until the people got the message that things were to be what God said, or they truly would perish. The symbolism began at creation with Adam 4,000 years before Yeshua came to offer mankind a better gone of Eden. It would be an eternal gone of Eden that Yeshua would describe to John as he was exiled to the island of Patmos. This vision was real because it fits the symbolism already established since the time Adam was brought forth. Sin is always found out and yet atonement has always been available to those who don't change their countenance. Cain's countenance changed and he no longer valued the voice talking to him. The Spirit of God was no longer desired by Cain, and he went off to another location, away from the mouth of God. Adam was cast outside of their perfect mansion. Moses was cast out because of all their sin manifesting in himself. Yeshua was to die outside Jerusalem's walls as he took on the world's penalty for sin. The symbols would produce manifestations. The manifestations confirm the Father's instructions. We know that not one jot or tittle will fall to the ground because everything that the Father says makes completeness. The idiom, the Word meant the presence or action of God seen present in someone's life. Today, we give the Holy Spirit credit for the presence of God seen on someone. Today, Christians call Jesus, the Word of God. He is also known as the Living Torah. He completed every word that was spoken about Him in the Torah. Yeshua Jesus confirmed the Torah by walking in it while on earth. He is our example of us continuing to complete ourselves through it. It is our first love that we are to return to to prove our love for God and the Son of God. And yet we can't do it without the Holy Spirit. Yeshua could not fill up everything it said about Him without the Ruach HaHodesh, Head Spirit. The Torah shows us all the symbols that will give proof who is the Messiah. Mosh could not disagree with Adonai. Yeshua could not disagree with the Father. The son accepted his position of declaring Torah for the earth. There is not one thing that Yeshua could change about the instructions set out for him. If he changed one thing, if Mosh changed one thing, if Noach changed one thing, if Adam changed one thing, all of creation would cry out declaring violence of the Torah is the removal of the Torah. The father proved that being Torahless could not be in God's presence. The father turned his face away from Yeshua at his death. Creation cried out screaming darkness to cover the area for three hours and the earth shook with stones rolling out their places. It was not a total eclipse or a hybrid eclipse series in which it happened. It was a shaking on the earth and a shaking in the heavens that permeated out universe. What is hell like? Darkness that permeates itself that no one could even see your own hand in front of your face. Rocks moving with falling being endless. The mercy of God no longer existed for the enemies of God. The spirit of God can leave us to own human depravity as we saw with Pharaoh when they wanted to worship God properly. God chose a set of people to bring His way of communication to the world y h w h wanted these children to want the same goals as their master. Yeshua's flesh had been torn as this green tree planted in the waters of Torah was now gone without the Torah, living or written, our earth plunged into darkness, a dark void covered the earth for three days and three nights. All of us were involved in the Son of God's demise. None of us are without blame. If we think God's presence scared the Israelites at Mount Sinai with Mosh, we can certainly use our imaginations of incredible chaos surrounding anything that came against God's will for Yeshua to rise up on day 3. Nisan 14-Nisan to 17 are days of redemption for us. Yeshua, being God, took on the form of flesh in order to crush the penalty missing the mark set out in the Torah. Yeshua was perfect spiritually. Moses 120 was perfect physically when they died. Adam remained until age 930. Noach remained 950 years. The Word, Spirit of God, was on each of them so the symbolism would be remembered through all ages. I'd like to say here that there are many numbers that can make up a generation of time. Adam is our first example of a man forgiven his sin and yet he was not allowed to live one full day that is unto the Lord, 1000 years. He is shorted 70 years. We see this number flow through the symbolism for our earth. At year 70 AD the temple was destroyed. Even Trump was 70 when he became President of the United States and helped to secure her borders through his real estate knowledge. Yes, on man's peace was removed from our earth during his presidency. The point I was making is that there will be a short time period at the end of the 7,000 years that the adversary and his minions are released. It is my surmise that that generation of time could be 70 years. Adam 930 was short 70 years from being on earth one of YHWH's complete days, a thousand years. Adam was the first man, besides Abel, to die. God's mercy is that children do not die before their parents. In the time of this planned plague, we certainly are seeing children dying ahead of their parents. Adam dies first and then immediately that same day we read that his firstborn Cain dies the same day. Cain dies as his house falls in on him. Sounds like an earthquake to me. The vengeance of God is just as we see Cain killed with a brick and was then himself killed by his own castle of bricks. Hanukkah is about winning back the temple. Alexander the Great was not called great until after he died. He was just 17 years old when he went out and exploited the Middle East. In 10 years his three generals conquered so much land that they just divided up among themselves when he died. The Greeks gave peace to the Middle East by introducing their gods along with their philosophies. Rome's Herod gained power by marrying women who were Levite. These fake priests now brought Rome's influence and allowing Greeks gods as well. Today, we still see gods built into our minds as we watch the Avengers or even hold a drink from Starbucks with the goddess Astarte on it. We don't seem to eliminate gods, but we keep adding new ones so that soon we forget the Holy Spirit that hovers over our earth and some churches say, watch out, the devil has to be in them. The God of Israel got pushed back to the Dead Sea when many Jews went into hiding fearing the power of the God Alexander. The battle at Masada is likened to a last stand against foreign gods. It was a huge encampment built by a Herod to retreat to perhaps when it was cold in Jerusalem. The Essenes found it empty and occupied it for several years. As a tourist I stood on this incredible encampment and viewed what they saw as their enemies far below them. They held the enemy off for several years until a dirt ramp finally reached high enough for the enemy to step over the top wall. Over 900 gave their lives in these battles at Masada, with the rest committing suicide together as the enemy stepped over the wall. They would rather die than serve false gods. This is at 163 BC, and if we forward to about 63 AD, we see Shul still convincing the Jewish to move away from false gods. The Apostle Shul Paul spent many of his years in the Galatia area. There in Turkey they have found synagogues having the menorah inscribed in the stone door lentil as well as the sign for Zeus. So, when we hear Shul speaking against certain festivals, he is speaking about the celebrations for Zeus, Athena, Alexander and their other gods. What did our earth look like in 1963? I was in 8th grade going to mass every day praying to statues reminding me how to be a saint like them with good works to get to heaven. I said prayers that claimed my Catholic church was Israel. The Church of Mormon declares that it is Israel. I believe we are the generation without excuse. We see Israel on our earth since 1948. And yet, nations bash her and tell her she has no right to be a nation. The children of Ishmael build their tall towers with the sign of the moon declaring Allah their God. The disciple Shul is telling the churches that their offerings are now only common to YHWH because they have been offered to other gods first or even later. They might have been clean offerings, no scavengers and killed properly, yet they were not holy in being set apart just unto the Lord. The Herods were not Jewish much less of the Aaronic priesthood. The Herod family married Jewish women, thus claiming they had rights to the priesthood. When Yeshua Jesus came to his father's house on earth, he witnessed a den of thieves who had laid out their instructions with their own priests for the people. Yes, after 40 years after Yeshua was raised from the dead, the temple would be raised being torn down to pay for the Roman soldiers' wages. The gold was melted off of every stone. The temple had become an idol on our earth. Even today with the temple still gone it is threatened to burn. And rightfully, as every major religion claims their spot on it. The Temple Mount is an abomination of abominations to the Lord. None of the religions there observe the Torah. The only thing the Jews have is the ancient city's western wall to weep. Parsha 46 Ekev because states. Deu 7:25, You are to burn up completely the carved statues of their gods. Don't be greedy for the silver or gold on them. Don't take it with you, or you will be trapped by it for it is abhorrent to Adonai your God. Gen 35-4 They gave Yaakov all the foreign gods in their possession and the earrings they were wearing, and Yaakov buried them under the pistachio tree near Shkem. Gen 31-32 But if you find your gods with someone, that person will not remain alive. So with our kinsmen to witness, if you spot anything that I have which belongs to you, take it back. Yaakov did not know that Rachel had stolen them. general 35:18 But she died in childbirth. As she was dying she named her son Benoni, son of my grief, but his father called him Binyamin, son of the right hand, son of the south. Gen 35:19. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephraat, that is, Beit Lechem. Rachel was raised by her father Lavan who served other gods. Twenty years later she even steals those gods for the gold that was on them. Lavan's idols are buried under a tree. Leah chose to serve Yaakov's Elohim and is honored today by being buried at the Machpelah cave in the city of David at Hebron with Yaakov. Parsha 42 describes who remains after these 40 years in the wildness with Parsha 43 describing their journeys, good, bad or ugly. Parsha 44, door door, has Moses knowing he is about to die and thus he repeats the hand of God on them and how their parents responded to that hand of God on them. Dalit Dalit, God is knocking on the doors of their heart. We see courage being given as the aged Joshua is still alive. He and Caleb are the only old guys in the group after the original generation all died off in 40 years. The Jordan River is the new water gate that will open wide for them to cross over. They win their first battles easily as they see YHWH is with them as they prepare to cross into their promised land. Whose land was it before? Yes, it was the land of Abraham's grandfather Nahor. Abraham had come out of Canaan because of its idol worship and now Abraham's kids were here to clean out any idols. Their last 40 years and the first 4,000 years symbolize doors in history coming to a completion with a new program being installed. With closure comes new beginnings. 4. Dalit, door. 2. Bait, beginning. Hmm, it's a renewed program with the same family. It's the same life choices of have no other gods before me that we saw with Abraham's father Terah who owned and operated an idol shop and now Joshua defines the same life choices. Destroy anything that does not look like a Torah-led lifestyle. 4 plus 2, 4 plus 2, equals 6. 6 is the number of man as the first human, Adam, was created on day 6. It also means in addition, and. It is the Hebrew letter Vav. The letter Vav is used to connect the next sentence. Hebrew does not use punctuation as we know it today in the English language. God continues His theme of blessing and cursing into eternity. 2021, the 6th Shemitah cycle began the evening of Labor Day, September 6th. The 7th Shemitah cycle of 2021-2011 to began September 7th. Now that's a match. We should be able to remember this. September 6th closed Shemitah cycle 6. September 7th began Shemitah cycle 7. 2022, The seventh Shemitah cycle of rest closes on Sunday evening September 25, 2022, 29 Elul. The calendars now only have a four-day spread. The dark moon of rush Hosanna that Sunday evening announces the new civil year. 5,782 changes to 5,783 on one Tishri, September 26, 2022. In this last year, the seventh Shemitah cycle, America is experiencing a return to righteousness. We witnessed 49 years of abortions close out with reversing Roe v. Wade by our Supreme Court. There could be no blessing on America without its removal. We now start a jubilee year of freedom from abortion. Every state will be held accountable face-to-face with YHWH. We could be sitting at the close of the 49th year this September 25, 2022. Shemitah year 1 will begin September 26, 2022. This actually is considered the 50th year where original owners return. I agree with Pastor Biltz of El Shaddai Ministries that if our Messiah does not step foot on our earth at that time to claim His rightful throne to reign from Jerusalem, then it will take another seven-year Shemitah cycle in order for it to happen in a Jubilee year. I believe all of the Lord's feasts point to future events. I believe every person born to this earth is special. It can be in the simplest lineage that can impact our entire world in great ways. Yeshua knocked on earth's door at year 4000. Yeshua knocked as a suffering servant as David was a suffering servant first to King Saul. King Saul also suffered as David's music comforted him. Suffering is that seed in the ground trying to break through to see the light above. King Saul reigned 40 years although the anointing of young David happened before that. We see King David reigned 40 years although the anointing of his son Solomon occurred before that. The promises of YHWH will stand. The judgments of YHWH will stand. After these three main patriarchs, we see the kingship deteriorating through their children, even as Solomon's great-great-grandson Joshua was a righteous king above all of them. The kingdom still was removed. Thus, we know that even though we may love God and turn to Yeshua's saving blood and live by the Torah, the judgment to our earth will come true. There will be a remnant that remains. Israel has been seventy-four years as a nation on our earth. Churches that claim they are Israel must repent and turn from this wickedness of removing Israel's instructions for the earth. Religion that violates the Torah must go, building stones will be shaken physically and spiritually. Cancer will remove young and old so there are none to serve. Israel left for Babylon for 70 years. Solomon stopped having the Torah read to the people meant that no one honored the Torah which meant that YHWH was no longer set apart on the earth. YHWH could no longer show his grace in providing their food in those lean years of resting the land. When we do not look to God for our survival, we learn on our own understanding and survive without seeing him real in our lives we can see history past and history forward in our skies we see the constellations move second by second on an app the sun moon planets and stars move together confirming historical events we can see bright objects traveling we can create fear in ourselves as some predict objects hitting our earth it was president reagan who authorized research on how to move objects out of earth's path april 1st 2029 is a sunday day 1 or day 8 depending how you look at. It begins the count of the Omer. In 2029 our world will see clearly the counting up to day 40, Ascension of Yeshua, and day 50, Spirit hovering. Yes, April 30th will be day 30 of the count of Omer. An Omer is a measurement. Yes, we are measuring a time that announces the Holy Spirit, and yet this next time, it could be the announcement of the Messiah our entire world anticipates in some form or another. 2029 April 1st is Nisan 16, yes, a full moon. Our Messiah Yeshua resurrected on Nisan 17 2,000 years prior. This is why many scholars love the year 2029 for his exact 2,000-year return. If Yeshua was born in year 1 BC and he started and finished his ministry at age 30, then year 2029 makes it exactly 2,000 years since that historical event of resurrecting from the dead. What else will be memorialized that April in 2029 that concerns the land? March 31 to April 7 Pesach Passover celebrated. April 1 to 30 to 30 days of count of Omer, 30 measuring days. April 12 Holocaust Remembrance Day 1945 Buchenwald camp liberated 84 year anniversary. April 18 Israel's Memorial Day of becoming a nation in 1948. April 19 Israel's Independence Day reclaiming Jerusalem in the Six Day War June 7 1967. 6,767. In 2022, known as the 7th Shemitah cycle which releases the old, the calendar's days were one day apart. In 2029, known as the 7th Shemitah cycle, a year that releases the old, the Hebrew events are day for day. Yes, April 1st is day 1 of the count of Omer. April 30th is day 30 count of Omer. Powerful. And yet, the Hebrew and Gregorian dates are 15 days apart, April 1st is Nisan 16, a full moon, and what happens the next month in May? We have a similar pattern that May 1 is day 31 of the Omer. May 2nd is day 32 of the counting up to the Omer. The numbers align, and what also happens in May 2029? Sivan 6 shows up on a Sunday, pulling the Hebrew and Gregorian calendars together, celebrating coming Messiah. Yes, 2029 should hold our attention because Shavuot is perfectly lined up with day 8 and Savan 6, both on a Sunday. And what does the previous Sunday celebrate? Jerusalem Day. Sunday May 13, 2029, is 28 E.R. It is the day the Six-Day War of 1967 ended. Jerusalem's gates were flown wide open. You see, it has always been about the land. Jerusalem, the city of peace, is declared the apple of God's eye. Eastern Israel's mountains are the east gate. They will split open as the city is lifted up and with its new king Yeshua reigning at the kingdom site the Father chooses. We count on having earthquakes happen. We do research to see where they happen and how often they happen. It is in the earthquake that man can still fear God, because they can be unpredictable and devastating. We count on having eclipses. We do not fear when the moon and sun darken because we understand their cycles. Instead, we worship the sun and moon. We can count on lights falling in the sky. We see comets streak before our eyes. If there are three in a row, we count it luck. Hmm. We can count on war and rumors of wars. Nations profit from making such war machinery and justify maiming humans as they show it off. Fear of war causes us to own more and more. We can count on signals from the heavens. Eclipses are all mathematically scheduled. It would be in 2014 and 2015 that a pastor standing in the land noticed a blood moon over the Temple Mount. He knew that prophecy told us about being signaled by the sun and moon as they are God's witnesses. The connection was made that year. 2015 was the year God's war began. It was signaled from the heavens. The Lord's feasts are to be remembered. Our Creator was confirming His days of consecration. Since this tetrad eclipse presented itself closing in 2015, we are seven years from that marker in 2022 this fall. The date is October 10th. It is Feast of Tabernacles Day 1, Tishri 15. What happened in my personal life that day? I got married on October 10th which was Yom Kippur Tishri 10. Yes, The two calendars were aligned day for day, it was a Saturday, and I was married at 5 p.m. at St. Mary's Catholic Church, Kyoto, Iowa. Did I know it was Yom Kippur? No. So, let's peek at Yom Kippur in 2029 since many people think the Messiah's return may be at the end of this next Shemitah cycle that begins this fall. September 19, 2029, will be 10 Tishri, Yom Kippur. Yes, we see the 9 very clearly, the Tet the Snake, twisting is seen in a basket. September 19, 2029. So, what day begins the Feast of Tabernacles, Tishri 15? September 24. September 24, 2029. The snake twisting, 9, the house, 2, holding the Son of Man, 2, enters the door, 4, of the house, 2, twisting, 9. The Lord's celebrations are becoming more accepted to celebrate in the Christian realm. More and more scholars have become aware of them over just the last 20-30 to 30 years. Churches imploded in 2014-2015 to 2015 as Pastor Mark Biltz of El Shaddai Ministries noticed the Lord's Feasts occurring on the exact day of those special total blood moon eclipses. In summary of this long article, we learn that we have a God that judges nations and individuals, very face-to-face or mouth-to-mouth, in your face we could say, and personally. Numbers Chapter 7 We discuss the Holy Spirit that has been around since the beginning of creation is still in operation today. Without that Spirit there is no salvation for any person. We discuss that 2022 and 2029 are year 7 Shemitah cycles. If there is a return, it will be in a year 7 cycle. Which one is up to the Father? He alone brings the Son to the Bride. We discuss the calendar where YHWH speaks to us. Without this calendar returning we are hopeless. Without this calendar we are Torahless which means we are a lawless people. Without the Torah to guide us to righteous living we are left to our own minds, which are constantly being deceived.